Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. Welcome to Trauma Drama. Happy November. I can't believe we made it. Um, Super excited for the winter and holiday season, but also not very excited. But that is Nick, and I am Kaylee, and you can tell I'm in a great mood this morning. Yes, we're recording (laughs) in the a.m. as normal for Kaylee, so... Thank you. It should be it's fun. when I'm really at my best. Yeah, yeah, no, it should be a good show. On today's episode of Trauma Drama, we're going to start with our sweet and sours, and then go into our main topic today, which is going to be... An introduction to gaslighting. We're going to explain yeah. it, how we've experienced it, and then kind of finish that off with our, our trauma responses. Uh, and then we're yes. going to finish off with our deep cut and hard truths today. So, Kaylee, why don't you start with your sweet, if you have one. I do. My sweet and sour is kind of combined together, and it is both literally and figuratively sour. Oh. So, um, it's going to be good. It's not It's not that interesting. But <laughs> I, got a, I got a chance to finally deep clean my house for the first time in I would say like just over a month wow. and I usually do a deep clean like every two weeks like that is my my prerogative my way to keep my house it's pretty clean. good it's yeah very important it's very important to me um but it's been really hard managing a household now but like by myself like uh-huh. as a single person and with a dog that's very messy so I haven't got a chance to clean and so I spent like six hours cleaning yesterday (laughs) which was really nice it was so good i got to vacuum the carpets i got to clean the carpets i got to vacuum the couches i did bleach everywhere i could um but after cleaning my carpets now my whole house just kind of smells like hot pee oh okay so have you ever have you ever cleaned your own carpets no no, I have a house cleaner <laughs> who comes in and cleans everything else, and then I pay for carpet cleaning service when I purchase Nick, this home. Nick looks so, so disgusted right now, if you can't see how disgusted Nick looks. So having a dog, like Millie is just under one years old, and she hasn't had an accident in a really long time, but she still sometimes has accidents, and so I try to clean the carpets every time that she has accidents. Right. Um, but like putting hot water and soap in the carpet and then soaking it back up, it's like lifting all yeah, the nasty fucking... like yucky ass grime so now everywhere it just smells like pee and then I was last night I was having a beer in bed because I didn't want to be in the living room because the carpet smelled like shit and so and then I spilled my fucking beer all over the (laughs) carpet in my room so then this morning I was like everything smells like shit smells like beer in my room smells like pee everywhere else you guys are a fucking mess we're a mess over here don't you and I mean you and your puppy I know I mean my best friend Nick's wife Kayla is coming to visit me next weekend. So if oh, it's not smelling that. good, <laughs> not next weekend, the eleventh and the twelfth. Oh, okay. The next next weekend. So if it doesn't smell You're good, you're coming after that, this weekend, and then she's coming going out next weekend. Okay. Yes. That's right. I did yes. know that. Actually. Yes. Um, which is really exciting because we're also probably going to record our first episode in person. Oh, I know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, but those are mine. No, that's good. Uh, so my suite is Disneyland this week, so we're going for Kayla's ah, birthday. that's so right. It's going to be fun. Who doesn't love Disneyland? I get to see the new Marvel's World at <gasps> California Adventure or Marvel Land, 
and then oh Star God. Wars Land at Disney. So I'm gonna try to get in line and wait at the cantina so I can get some food. But apparently, like Obviously. we we try to make reservations and it's so full. There's only like walk-in, but then you have to wait in line. So I'm willing to wait in line for two, two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, anything more than that, though, I'm going to have to move on. But Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And it's not my birthday, um, so it might not happen. Sure, but sure, we'll, sure. We'll see. Please, please send me some pictures if you remember. I will. It's going to be so cool. Um, okay. okay. Then I'm going to try to get through this hour as quick as I can, but okay. I'm super triggered by my work because I have a uh. set availability that I can't work out of because I have, I'm in a teaching credential and a master's program. So I'm a little bit busy and yeah. they keep scheduling me against my availability and it's happened three weeks in a row. So I finally like said something like I've been saying little things like, Hey, what's up? And they're like, Oh, we needed you. I'm like, okay, it's against yeah, my ability. You were yesterday when yeah, you weren't supposed to. Exactly. So I was like, Hey, am I working this today? Because it's Halloween. And they're like, uh, no, no one told you. I was like, no one told me what? Basically, they said we're now no longer doing availabilities on Sunday, so everybody has to work. And I was like, "Oh no. wow!" I was like, "Hey, if that's the new rule, I get it. I just wish someone told me. When were you planning on telling me?" And they're like, "Oh, I thought someone was supposed to tell you." I'm like, "Okay, this will reflect with everybody who has availability issues with Sunday." And she kind of just shrugs her shoulders, eh. And I was like, "Well, if it oh. if it doesn't, I'm not coming in. Yeah. That's not fair. Like you're just basically telling me my availability isn't as important." And she didn't really have an answer for that. She just, because I, then I was like, if we have a problem with that, I will go somewhere else. Everybody's hiring. Damn. And she was like, it's probably not smart for you to threaten your employer. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You feel threatened. I was just showing you what communication looks like since you cannot do it. And she Ooh. like Ugh, stormed off with a fucking, it was, it was really annoying. So I talked to another manager and my, that manager apologized to me on behalf of that manager and said she didn't have the authority to do that we have not come to a conclusion on what we're doing on sundays i will let Whoa. her know you will not be here on sunday if you get scheduled i was like thank you for having my back that's like, all so, you needed yeah. yeah that was it like or even just tell me hey nick you have to work one sunday a month can you tell us which one you want yeah. yes i can plan that into my day thank you or into my weeks so yeah that was Ugh, it that's Ugh. so annoying nick i'm so sorry it's so frustrating like i wish i could just like work whenever but i can also like help out i can bend but i'm yeah. not gonna change my whole schedule like this is what makes me successful as a human being having a set yes. schedule no absolutely and i think we're through this episode we're going to continue just to get so frustrated I know. with so many of the things that we're going to talk about so we're going to be fucking fired yeah, up i'm just so glad we did this first thing in the morning for me because now i can just <laughs> go throughout my whole day just fired up um okay well i guess moving on to our main topic so the gaslighting stories um yeah. you want to go with yours first Yes. So I apologize in advance. One, this conversation will probably be triggering to some. So, so yeah. Nick. Um, bam, 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 bam. Trigger warning, thank trigger you. warning. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And for mine um, too. So I'm not going to do that. Pr- yes. Proceed with caution. Um, but I also want to say when it comes to talking to my parents, like my PTSD and dissociation really kicks into gear. And so my memory of the conversation is a little sporadic. So mm-hmm. I'll do my best to keep it in timeline order. But um it got really heavy really quick. Um, so as I've said in previous episodes, um, we had a family member on my dad's side pass away, and that's why I'm going to be home for a funeral this weekend. And um, I've been trying to call my dad for the past, like, three weeks since he passed. Mm-hmm. And I left, like, I called my dad four times, left him three separate voicemails, and sent him, I think, two text messages. Um, like, hey, still trying to get a hold of you. Hope everything's good. Like, I'm coming into town like, yeah, these hey, days. Yeah, I'm coming into town. Can we plan? Like, I need. We need to talk. 
like what? I'm just gonna see you at the, the funeral. Hey, yeah. Dad. Uh, it's it's uh, ugh. what anyway. are you doing here? <laughs> right. And so he called me back on Thursday, and I didn't get a chance to answer it, and I didn't get a chance to to call him back. And then he called me again on Friday at like twelve, and I was going into judging nine hours of speech and debate through the oh, afternoon fuck. evening on Friday. So I had just like opened my room to introduce the topic to these debaters and then they have like 35 minutes to prep. So between me introducing this topic and then them prepping, I'm bawling on the phone with my dad. Oh my God. It was crazy. So I finally answer, not, I didn't finally answer. I answered and I said, Hey dad, like normal, what's up? How's Mm -hmm. it going? And he was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I finally got a hold of you. Where have you been? (laughs) What have you been doing? What? Yeah, Dad, you got that backwards. Excuse me? He was like, I've called you four times over the past few weeks and left you this many voicemails, and I've texted you a bunch, and you haven't gotten back to me. I said, excuse... What? I'm so frustrated on your behalf. Like, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. I haven't gotten any calls or texts or voicemails from you, Dad. Dad, I've called you twice. I... And I said, I actually, I'm the one that has called you a bunch of times to reach out about this. And he was like, well, no, I haven't gotten anything. And I said, Dad, I haven't gotten anything. So we spent the first seven minutes of this conversation just trying to say to the other that they've been calling and haven't gotten a response. Yeah. And he completely gaslit the fuck out of me. He was like, no, I've called you, I've called you, I've called you. And I was like, Dad, you haven't. You, you really haven't. So like, I don't know. fucking frustrating. Uh, <laughs> I guess if people are listening right now and they don't know what gaslighting is, my understanding of it is someone else trying to change your reality or influence yes. your reality in a certain way, right? Makes you question your own question reality. Your reality. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the definition that I hold as well. So we have the same definition. And so he was literally trying to tell me that I've been ignoring him. That's and I was like, no, Dad, you've been ignoring me. It's a fucking stupid. What are you talking about? Because you can't even get to the actual source of the right. issue because you're dealing right. with how you got to that issue. It's like, what? It gets worse. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally cave because I'm over it. And I'm yeah, like, you have to be the bigger you person. Have, you have things to do. It's unfortunate yeah. that you have to be the bigger person. But. So I said, Dad, I don't know how that could have happened. I believe you. Let's move on. Yeah. And then he was like, well, you saying that you believe me makes me think that you don't believe me. And so I don't know what to believe. And I was like, what? That's the best thing I've ever heard. You know what? what Be- you- because you have agreed with me, I'm now going to switch stances and I'm going to flip it on you just to see I- if you're telling the truth. My jaw had was just on the floor. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about right now? And I said, moving on, Dad. I'm coming into town this week. Like... You know, how have you been with things with Jordan, who passed away? Like, what's going on? And then he goes on this rampage of, like, all things in his life. Like, my dad is a textbook narcissist. Uh Um, He's been, you know, sober for about two and a half years, but still holds so many of the, like, um, the qualities and personality traits that addicts hold. And so he starts talking about how everything is really great with him, and he's the happiest he's ever been in his life, and... Um, you know, he's so good. He works out every day. He's going to work. He's running errands. Like he's now living with his girlfriend who (laughs) her name is Monica, but I am a bitch and I call her Michelle to his face. Um, (laughs) nice little undermine. I used to do that to uh, girls' boyfriends when I was in the game. 
my grandpa does that to my boyfriends. He'll purposely call yeah. them by their wrong names. It worked. Well, so, uh, my intention was to get at the girl. I'm not sure what your yeah. your grandpa's intention would be. Who knows? Um, so I was like, that's cool. How's like, that's cool that you're living with Michelle. And he was like, it's Monica. And I was like, okay, sorry. (laughs) I totally, I totally knew. Um, but so we're talking all about that, whatever. And then I said, actually, dad, I'd like to talk about Jordan and like the family. And Mm -hmm. like, I'd like to stick to talking about that. And I told him, I was like, this is the part where it gets kind of triggering too. And where I started to cry and get really upset was because I said, you know, Dad, it was really hard when I got the news about Jordan because the first thing that it made me think of was mom, you know, so because my mom, for my listeners, my mom is also still actively a opioid addict and is managing that addiction and probably will for the rest of her life. But then I said, I said that, and then my dad was like, oh, well, you know what's been happening with mom lately, right? And I was like, Dad, what? What could be happening? What Uh do you mean? Like, I just talked to mom... Like, I, I talked to mom when Jordan died because she bought my plane ticket back home. And he was like, well, she went to the doctor just a few weeks ago or a few months ago. I can't remember what he said, if it was weeks or months. but um, And she got her, her pain pump changed because my mom gets, like, permanent opioids pumped into her body. Wow. <laughs> 24-7 by doctor's orders. And I guess... My dad said something went wrong in the doctor's office, but with both my parents that are liars and narcissists, I don't know what is the truth and what to to believe. So he said something happened in the doctor's office, and my mom OD'd. Whoa. Yeah. My mom OD'd. Yes, she's alive. Thank thank you, Nick. My sister had the same question. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Um, definitely... Because when you hear OD, it's, oh, they died. It's like, no, not everybody who ODs dies, but... She had to be resuscitated. She was pumped with Narcan. And transported from her doctor's office to the hospital. So they in the hospital. OD'd her? I don't know, Nick. I, it's so all weird. shady. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. Something I'm missing something from the story. I think she probably OD'd at home. And okay. then... Came in. But told but told the story that doctor's orders, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, that would be classic Ursula, my mother's name. Classic Ursula move. So... I'm crying because I, I was like, Dad, I don't want to hear about this. Like, this is why I don't have a relationship with Mom in relation to this. And he was like, well, you have to know because, you know, fuck your mother and fuck everything that she does. And, like, <laughs> I'm sober and she's not. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. oh what? So she survived. But that's my mom's fourth overdose in her life. So that's crazy. I'm not really was, sure how many more she's going to get. I know. And that's, I think, what upset me because I was like, the next call that we're going to get. And that's what he said to me. He's like, Kaylee, the next call that we're going to get is that your mom's fucking dead. And I was like, Dad, why would you say that to that's me? So it's up. It's so fucked up. And he confided in me again, like I'm a parentified yeah. peer. Yeah. And I kept saying to him, I was like, Dad, I am your daughter. You cannot speak to me like that. Dad, I am your daughter. You cannot speak to me like that. And he was like, I don't know what you mean, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Dad, I don't want to know this kind of stuff about mom. Like, I, I, this is why I set the boundary and, and all of this stuff. And so then he goes on to continue to say that, well, fuck her, whatever. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm this, I am that. And then it's like forcing on me to like meet his new girlfriend. And so then the end of the conversation where the gaslighting continued was when he said, get this. I said, dad, I don't want to know about your girlfriend. I don't care to know about mom. Like, you're not, we're not even really in each other's lives right now. Like, we're not really on a talking basis. Like, do yeah. you understand that? He said to me, Kaylee, I don't know what you're talking about. I think about you every day. Of oh. course you're in my life. Oh, damn. 
And I said, Dad, thinking about me every day does not mean that we're in each other's lives. Yeah. And then he said, I was so upset to hear about your breakup from Aaron, my cousin, and not from you. I can't believe you wouldn't tell me something like that. Dad, we don't talk. Yeah, God. What? Damn. What the fuck are you talking about? I like, if, I do was, they gaslight themselves? I, <laughs> they make their I, own reality up? Like, I could not believe what I was hearing. So my dad went from saying that I haven't called him uh-huh. to then saying this, telling me the story about my mom's overdose to then saying that I am, I'm number one in his life. I'm consistently in his life. I'm the most important thing to him in the world. Oh, but he's never been happier than when he's with his girlfriend and her new kids. And like, I just, God, he's like almost, almost <laughs> doing okay. He's like 50%. And he's like, he like has been listening to Dr. Phil, but only like out of one ear when he's doing something else. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, but he rides his sobriety. Like he's the, he's the only person in the fucking world to ever get sober. That's crazy. And that like, he needs to be praised and like loved unconditionally for his sobriety. And Which it's like is that, all due to probably his own trauma. Right. Absolutely. Like, and just throwing it on you Absolutely. is so frustrating. I'm so sorry. Thank you. But yes, that is my gaslighting story. That's good. I liked it. <laughs> Thank you. It's way more Thank gnarly you. than mine. Mine's not really that intense. Um, I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's just as hard. I mean, getting gaslit by your parents, no matter what, is difficult. It is frustrating, and then I think what it, I'm. I'm sure other people have experienced this, but like, we can't snap our parents out of it. Ugh. Yes. And it's like, it, we are yes. then left with either having to cut them off, take, having space. And then it's like, then you have other people questioning that space that you're taking. It's like, mm. hey, can't you just talk to them? And it's like... Well said. Yeah. Don't be mad at them. It's like, I'm not really mad at them. We don't have a problem. I just need space because yeah. they keep doing shit like this. Yes. So... Yes. Um, what, what happened with mine? I'm trying to think. I got so caught up in yours. I like... I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. It was good. Um, <laughs> okay. Mine was with my mom. She wanted to come and exercise my dog. But... Okay. Her intentions aren't pure, right? She mm. like will literally be like, I had such a hard day, I need to see Dixie. And it's like, mm. she's she's using Dixie to make herself happy, which is what she did with me, my sister, and then our other dog, mm. and our other dog passed. So that's what she's like trying to desperately fill it. And it's like, mm. it's okay. Like, you're, you know, if it's my kid, I have to then consider their emotional well-being, but it is a dog. Like, you're not going to emotionally abuse a dog by giving it too much attention, right? Like you right. would a kid. Right, So. right. Um, I usually let her come over and exercise her. The thing is, is that she sometimes, not that she doesn't overstay her welcome, she's welcome here, but she's here for sometimes up to 45 minutes before she exercises the dog, and she's gone for an hour, which is awesome. Dixie gets an awesome exercise, and then she's here for another, like, half an hour. And mm. most of the time, I'm not there, because I'm at work, because that's the t- right. she comes over when she's done with work. And, but Kayla is super overstimulated by it. Mm. So, this Friday, I was like, hey, mom, actually... We have Dixie covered. Like I was very smart. I didn't say we don't we don't need you. I, I was like trying to take all these steps yeah. to make her not be upset. I was like, we got Dixie covered, and she immediately was like, oh my god, did I do something wrong? And I was Ugh. like, no, no, no. We're we're everybody's good. We're good. And she just kept asking me, are you mad at me? Did I do something wrong to you, to Kayla, to Dixie? I try mm. so hard to respect your guys' boundaries, and I so you getting to the point where I have to make her feel better, which right. I try not to do as much as possible. When, when it's like situations like that, I don't need to. Yeah. Like, why are you spiraling right now? It has nothing to do with me. 
Both of you have done nothing wrong. And yeah. she's like, I need you to pathologize me, please. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, I'm like, no, everything's good. And she's like, can you please call me tomorrow? We can talk about this. And I was like, oh, my mm. God, sure. So <laughs> I call her and she, you know, the same thing. And I'm like, nope, Ugh. we're all good. And she was like, please tell me if something's wrong. So I basically was like, mom, in the future, when we continue to have kids, we're going to have, I'm going to have to tell you no. Like, we need yeah. our space. Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, I totally understand. You don't have to tell me that. Like, everything's good. I don't want to fight. I was like, okay. What? I, like, I can't tell, mom, what you want. Like, and she's like, no, no, that's all you had to say. And I was like, that's what I said. But that wasn't good enough. Now I had to go into an explanation. And you're not fighting. Yeah, we're not fighting. Yeah. And I, I think she could tell I was starting to get a little frustrated. And that might have been why mm. she was like, we're not fighting. And I was like, I know, I'm getting frustrated because you're making me, like, push. Because then, because mm. when after I said it, she was like, oh, yeah, you know, you don't have to explain yourself. I was like, no, but I do. Because you wouldn't take my we're good as an answer. Mm. And, I mean, that's basically the whole story. That in, Jeez. It's just so annoying to have to, like, feed into that out of and it adds the unnecessary stress in my life. Like yes. I wasn't prepared yes. for that. Now I got to go to my job where I then get triggered and I was already yeah. triggered. It's yeah. just fucking terrible. It's a spiral of like all of these events, especially of like, it sounds like people that are not like taking you seriously, you yeah. know, or like not respecting your word or like your time or any of those things. And like, ugh, that is really, really hard, especially like, when it involves, you know, your your home and yeah. like your your time, that would that would really be tricky for me. Yeah, it's like I'm so I don't. Sorry, Nick. No, thanks. I appreciate it. This is where I get to express my king complex, and <laughs> you know, scratch that itch. Like, yeah, all my childhood, I was told I was in charge of my household, but I actually wasn't, mm. and mm. now I am, and yeah. I don't need to explain myself to anybody, especially the two people who told me. That I who basically gaslit me my whole childhood. Yeah, you're in charge. You're in charge. We need you. Mm. But actually, no, we don't. You're fucking worth. You know, yeah. there's all this other bullshit. But this ties directly into our deep cut and hard truths. So basically, uh, we're going to counseling for the people who aren't going counseling. So, <laughs> mom, cheers. I'm going to counseling because you just won't, and you just continue yeah. to throw shit at me like that. And just fucking. Have you? Have you ever seen the meme of the the two parents that are pushing the little baby in a stroller? I think Alana just put it on her Instagram story the other day. And it's these two parents arguing, saying, like, you need to go to therapy. You need to go to therapy. Like, go to therapy or we're going to get divorced. Uh-huh. And then the baby in the stroller is, like, looking up and their little bubble is like, I have a feeling I'll be the one to go to therapy first. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that like is I have a true. feeling that it's gonna be me, and like yeah. here we are, like children of um, of you know parents that have survived their own traumas, parents that have developed their own um, addictive, narcissistic sort of personality traits, and like we're the ones going to therapy and doing yeah. the work. And, it gets thrown on um, us, and it's really, really sad and annoying and frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry, Nick, and I. Ugh. I feel like these these sorts of spaces are so helpful for me and for us to process with each other, but also to make others that are listening hopefully not feel alone. Um, and so if you are listening and you have a, a story of how your parent has gaslit you, we want to know about it, um, or anybody really. It doesn't have to be a, a parent because I think gaslighting is one of the most misunderstood terms or like trauma. Yeah, it's super confusing. I don't know, interactions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because like even with that interaction with my work, I was like, mm. why didn't anybody tell me that this was the new thing? It's like, oh, you were supposed to know. 
And I was like, okay, is this the, the way things are? Well, no, kind of. Just for you. It's like, this is weird. This is a weird yeah, interaction what? we're having right now. I, <laughs> I would love to be a fly on the wall when you tell someone, this is a weird interaction yeah, that I'm we're not having really, right now. I don't know <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. What do you, what do you need from me right now? Jeez. <laughs> uh, yes. No, I, I totally understand. And um, I want to say, too, for my sister that might be listening, um, I love you and thank you for being there for me when... As soon as I hung up with my dad, I called my sister right away, oh, and then we had nice. this moment. We had this moment of like, "What the fuck?" And then she like validated me, which was so good. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, but I think if I don't want to spend too much time giving solutions on this episode because I want us to do that in the next one. But, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely um, continue to talk about the gaslighting. So if any of you have any questions, yeah. DM us or Instagram, whatever you want to do to get a hold of us, let us know, and we're gonna talk about our. I think we didn't really get into our trauma responses a whole lot, even though the whole mm. thing was triggering. But yeah. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how to sort through it. We'll give a little bit more examples of what gaslighting can look like in other aspects of your life. Be cool. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Love you, Nick. Love you too. Follow us at Trauma Drama Podcast on Instagram and TikTok to see show updates, video highlights, and much more. And DM us for topic suggestions, corrections, worries, concerns, love, and hate. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We upload episodes every Monday and Friday. Thank you.